Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the first episode of the series Women in Business and Finance. Aizla Hanjuma will be your host on this exciting and information packed series. On the show today we will be taking a look at women's place in business and Islamic finance as a profession, how it was a few years back and how it's going, including the Islamic stance on women's financial independence. You're tuned in to Ivan Cast, your Islamic finance GPS. Let's get on with it. Okay. So business business business. The word business has been with us for a, like the longest of times if there's a word like that. Business has been something that everyone virtually has started time in memorial everyone has traded before currencies were known people traded by butter traded by whatever means that they desired or they felt was a way of transaction to them but today we'll be talking about business in terms of women and not just women but muslim women and we'll be taking a step backwards first to look at the history have there been or were they business women muslim business women and does islam in itself agree for women to participate in business so for the question i just asked myself yes women are allowed to transact and do business in islam it is totally halal there is no haram in that is it permissible yes it is permissible and historically using Nana Khadija as an example. Nana Khadija was an astute businesswoman. She was into business. She was one of the most successful businesswomen at that time. Nana Khadija as we all know was the wife of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Apart from Nana Khadija, we have other women like uh, Zainab bin Abi Muawiyah. She made her wealth through handicrafts. This handmade things that people make and we call them as kira in Hausa. And then we have Umrah bin Abdul Rahman. She was a woman of great knowledge. She was a woman who had depth of knowledge. People considered her then and now as someone who is very knowledgeable in the Islamic jurisprudence. So what I'm trying to say here is that in Islam women have played very very important roles as business women and as also like knowledge givers or knowledge providers in the Islamic jurisprudence but there has been something over the years that has come up debates here and there that some people have in some way tried to argue or bring out arguments of why women were not really or should not rather really be into the money making business or into the money making uh, venture of doing business and being financially independent and some of these uh, people have you know bothered their argument on surahs like surah al-nisa which makes uh, which which states that a man is a maintainer which classifies a man as a maintainer thereby saying that uh if a man were to be a protector and a maintainer he was to solely provide for the family so in using the uh, hausa culture for an example people have uh, tend to say if a man was to be a provider or people have adopted that sense if a man is a provider then automatically he is to finance or 
get money and do everything that's needed in the house so that uh literal translation or that literal explanation of the surah has made some people feel women do not necessarily need to work or necessarily need to do business in its in, in a sense of making money and doing being in one thing or the other well that defense or better that argument has been flawed by a lot of islamic philosophers uh, one that comes to mind is falur Rahman. He is an Islamic uh, philosopher. He has uh, an argument that says people tend to literally explain Surah Al-Nisa in context to the period where Mecca was in the ninth, uh, with the period of Mecca, at of uh, the time of the sixth uh, century to the seventh century. So saying that that uh, talk of women not necessarily having to work. was something that was peculiar to a particular civilization at a time meaning that things have evolved and the world has changed where women work but if we were to go back in history even before the 6th century or the 7th century women did work whether being it in arab world or wherever women did do one business or the other again pointing out nana khadija as one of those astute business women so what are we going to be doing in this uh, series we're going to be bringing you down to the now the present knowing fully well that there have been women who have contributed their knowledge they've contributed their wealth and they've contributed one way or the other to this industry of business or finance and now we want to see what women are doing now 2021 as recent as 2021 what are women doing in business right now in the world all over and in Nigeria in particular so this is going to bring us to the point of bringing in astute business women uh, uh industry players you know uh professionals in the financial industry here in Nigeria and uh, Africa we're going to be interviewing women who are successful in business and to really get to understand how they have coped because all the women i listed above nana khadija umra zainab and all of them were regarded as virtuous women they were business women who made a lot of money in those days and they were virtuous women as they were kind and they were submissive to their husbands is now bringing it down to this present era that a lot of things have kind of gotten corrupted one way or the other does that still apply this business women that we have today is that are they on that line are they doing that we need to give them that voice as many a times they have not been given so this is what this show would be bringing to you and i really do would love to see you here with us keeping and engaging us and on our social media handles at ifin media on twitter facebook uh instagram so this is what we have and i hope and i hope 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 that you stay with us and you come with us on this exciting ride of women in business and finance i am your truly slayer and juma signing out thank you